Hello, and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And this is another in our series of 31 Days of Halloween, where each day in October we talk about a movie that's in the horror, suspense, mystery genre. And today's movie is Madhouse. This stars Vincent Price and Peter Cushing, and it came out in 1974. So Peter Cushing is an actor in this movie, and he plays a character called Dr. Death in a series of films. And one night, uh, he's having a party at his house, and he's showing, I guess, one of his old movies, and his, I'm not sure if it's his wife or fiancé or just girlfriend, uh, fiancé, because right, they just yeah. got married, uh, or, or about to get married. Uh, she's murdered. Mm. And for whatever reason, Vincent Price is implicated in it, so his character goes off to a sanitarium for um, you know several years, and then he gets released. And then his... Uh, old friend, played by Peter Cushing, invites him across the pond to the UK to star in a TV series based on Dr. Death, which is being produced by a nemesis of his, played by Robert Quarry. And so he decides still to travel over there and, and, and do it. And then people start getting killed. That's, that's your setup. <laughs> that's the setup. Well, the movie does have Vincent Price and Peter Cushing in it, and I think that's pretty much all it has going for it. Unfortunately, it's always good to see them and they always bring a certain, you know, eeriness and, you know, gravitas to, to a horror film. But, uh, yeah, it's not really enough to make a movie successful just on its own. Um, there's, you know, there's a few kind of surprising moments or shocking moments, but overall I felt the movie was actually kind of boring. Um, in fact, I, I had to struggle to, to stay awake during this movie. Um, it was kind of lulling me to sleep. It has kind of, it tries to have, I don't know if they were going for it, but it kind of has a Hammer Studio uh, film quality to it, um, but it doesn't quite get there. It's not quite up to that level. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, I can't really recommend this one, I'm afraid. Hmm. See, I don't know if, I don't know if I totally picked up on the potential hammer vibe I, mm. it, not really but it it um it has some issues regarding pacing you're right um and uh, the other thing is so it, it's interesting in the opening credits uh, it talks about how it has you know appearances by i forget how exactly they say it but something like appearances by basil rathbone and boris <laughs> karloff and i did a double take because i'm familiar enough with those actors to know that they both died in the late 1960s. Mm-hmm. This movie came out in 1974. Uh, so I was like, well, what's going on here? So it turns out that, you know, and again, like I said earlier, Vincent Price, Price, he plays an actor. So what they do is they show you, they show him basically watching old movies that he's been in that are actually Vincent Price's old movies. Mm-hmm. And then there are scenes with Boris Karloff and Basil Rathbone, and Basil Rathbone in particular they focus on quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So that's what gets them special mention in the opening credits. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple things there that I want to talk <laughs> about. So one is, you know, there's a way, I mean, I've seen movies before that incorporate a quick, you know, flash of another film. You know, I mean, um, Halloween from 1978 has, you know, the thing from outer space mm-hmm. uh, that they're watching on TV. 
but it's not obtrusive, you know, or, or, or intrusive, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's, it's not intruding on the storyline. Um, probably the best example I've seen of old clips in a movie are in uh, The Shootist, John Wayne's last film. The first, you know, he's playing a, a little gunslinger, right. and they establish his kind of his lifetime as a gunslinger in the first like minute of the film where it's old clips of John Wayne movies. But here, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like they just uh, shove in scenes of these old movies mm-hmm. a bit much. And here's the other problem. If your old movie seems better than the movie that it's in, then, then that's an issue. And I have not seen either these movies that they're showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but, I mean, they're from real movies, right? But I haven't seen them, but they just seemed better than Madhouse. Yeah, that was kind of a highlight for me, was seeing the clips from those movies. But you're right, the danger there is, you know, those clips seemed more interesting than the movie we're watching, and, yeah. that, and that's a problem. Um, I mean, I, I felt like the movie had an okay atmosphere and some kind of good music. And I don't know if you find spiders to be particularly creepy, but there's some interesting spider scenes. There's a spider lady in this movie. Mm. Um, I don't know. It just didn't add up to too much. I felt, well, and I felt the ending was, you know, I won't give anything away, but I felt it was very disappointing. Um, not really believable. And at the same time, not very surprising. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just it kind of fell flat. Huh. Yeah. I, I also can't recommend this movie, although I do think I liked it a little bit more than you. Um, so what would you give it out of 10? Well, I was going to give it a 5. Yeah, well, I guess I'd give it... <laughs> I was going to give it a six, but you kind of talked me down. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give it like a four and a half. Mm-hmm. So our score is a 4.8. It doesn't have a critic score on the tomato meter, but the audience score is 50%. So this movie came out in 1974, is yeah. that right? It was just occurring to me that this is the same year that a lot of kind of famous horror movies came out, including like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And even though they could both be categorized under the t- category of horror, two more different movies there could not be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what my point is there. It's just an observation. <laughs> this is very old school. And I, and I don't mind old school, but it just doesn't really work. Well, though, you know, they're very different, right? Yeah. I mean, Peter Cushing and Vincent Price are from a different era. Exactly. Of so, and, I, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. But it just has to, it just doesn't quite work. Well, you know, there's, I love the old, um, I almost want to call them cozy horrors, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Vincent Price's best movies were probably from the 50s. Uh-huh. Um, and Peter Cushing, you know, was in the fifties into the sixties as far as maybe his peak. Mm-hmm. Um, but they come from a different era. There's nothing. And I love that era. Yeah. I also like the stuff like that kind of was ushered in with Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween and, yeah. and whatever. Um, the problem is when you're reaching sort of the end of their, you know, like Cushing and, and, and Price, I mean, you know, when they're reaching the sort of end of their of their peak or or zenith, mm-hmm. and this is really toward the end, of that, <laughs> uh, then it's a kind of a it's sort of a it's not always fun to watch. Yeah, it can be challenging sometimes to you know go out on a high note, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this one's pretty weak as far as their canon goes, I think. Yeah, but 
Yeah. And of course, you know, Vincent Price went on in the 80s to be the host of Mystery, Mystery on exactly. PBS. And I remember him there fondly. And he did Thriller with Michael Jackson, and, yes, you know, yes. almost 10 years after this. And, and Peter Cushing, of course, had Star Wars in his yes. future. <laughs> yes. And Top Secret. Oh, yeah. That's Lester right. Forget. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So our score is a like 4.8. And maybe give this one a pass. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.